0: fair warning we have no script no script no notes no notes and no agenda
1: and no agenda
0: for this podcast
1: sounds like life to me let's do it
0: for this episode anyway we have no notes no agenda no script
1: what are we going to talk
0: about i have a few things in mind yeah but i can't share those at the moment because i want to catch you off guard of
1: course Sometimes I feel like this is, let me interview Erica and see what she has to say.
0: Hey, you can jump in with questions at any point in time. You have that ability.
1: I still feel so new to this, Josh.
0: Well, we are four episodes in or yeah. five episodes in and I have as much experience with it as you do.
1: I feel like I'm also new to the idea that I, what I have to say can actually bring value. To like, people's lives, that's surreal to me.
0: Like new as part of the experience or a part to the this, belief?
1: As a or part of this, the podcast experience. Oh, like this
0: experience. I can
1: talk one-on-one with someone all day long, mainly because when you're talking one-on-one, you're just listening and, like, validating feelings, and I don't know. So what you're hard. saying
0: is you don't listen to me on this podcast.
1: Correct, I don't. <laughs> I mean... I've tried to have three conversations with you since we've been home, and it's it's I not happening. Yeah, we've
0: only been home for an hour.
1: Well, I said three things to you to try to spark up conversation, and nothing was coming wow. back.
0: It's all coming out now. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. I don't remember what those were, but
1: of course you don't because
0: marriage <laughs> counseling. Now that we're recording, <laughs> good to know. Uh, pay more attention. Yeah. What? It's fine. What do you think is up with my fascination with sparkling water?
1: I don't know because I think it tastes like dishwater.
0: But I have been drinking it like you, crazy for about four months.
1: I think you just want to be bougie. I don't even, I don't believe that you enjoy the flavor of it. I think that you just like the feeling of drinking sparkling water.
0: I actually like it a lot. <laughs> okay. And you are like on a new health kick of like, I'm not buying bottled water. I'm not.
1: No. We're at Whole Foods. We're getting the high pH balance because.
0: You're getting a whole tub for like 97 cents. Well, not that.
1: Yeah. But we're reusing our water bottles. Even got Josie one. It's a thing. Why contribute more plastic, you know, when you don't have to?
0: I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not bought in. I. I, I prefer bottled water. I know. But I'm following you. But you've lead.
1: been on this journey with me, and I see it, and I appreciate it, even though I have yet to get you a water bottle, like you I've have? said, for two weeks. Because you've been drinking your LaCroix.
0: <laughs> it's
1: LaCroix. <laughs> La <Croix. laughs>
0: I So this episode won't be all banter. Okay. I do think that um, season of life that we're in and that we are navigating – is kind of peculiar in a way of, I don't want to talk about any specific people, but it seems like we have had an opportunity to be around a lot of people who have, um, by some definition or others' definition, struggled um, mm-hmm. with, if it's financially, relationally, yeah spiritually whatever Mm -hmm. way we have been around people who have have struggled not just you know volunteers at our church Mm -hmm. or attendees or friends but kind of all of them
1: yeah it's it's been a heavy season for sure and you know capacity is growing Mm -hmm. in my mental margin and emotional margin just for people through this season, but, man, one time, okay, so, um, this pastor friend of yours, I don't know if we're saying names, we love him so much, he's now since passed away, but he's meant, like, a lot to Josh and I, especially through a season where we, like, just needed someone to believe in us, and he did, and, um, I remember him telling us the story of, like, any time him and his wife, like, they had a great marriage, an insanely great marriage, but, like, any time they fought or like he would feel like the urge to do something that like wasn't in his nature or anything like that. It always ended up being like something that someone in his, in his church was going through. Mm. Like he was like being tempted or they were
0: manifesting in his personal
1: life. Yes. That
0: others in his congregation. Do you
1: feel that with us a little bit?
0: Yeah. I now. I, I think, not not necessarily in our marriage or anything in my personal life, but I think that there has been an influx of, like, unrest, mm. I guess. Yeah. In me personally. Yeah. And um, the more I communicate and talk with others is um, it could make that – I could make that connection.
1: Yes. I know for me, like, I'll be feeling a way – I couldn't even tell you what, but then the next day, someone I I get to lead is like feeling that exact same way, but I felt it like a a day before or a week before, and I've prayed through it and walked through it, and so I've been able to be like a sounding board for that person and not say, oh, I know exactly what you're feeling, but like encourage them to know like what's, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Is it like prophetic in some way? I don't know what that is, but it's weird, and then what? he told us has just resonated in my head of like that's happening to me it seems like
0: on a consistent basis on a
1: very consistent basis mm-hmm. and it's nothing that i need to be like i'm feeling this way so i wonder who's gonna feel this way tomorrow it's mm-hmm. just been happening it's crazy
0: yeah awesome I, I was having a similar conversation with um a, a lady at my church on sunday i i we we have the same church, but we, we go to different campuses yes. for people that don't know. Erica is a pastor at one campus. I'm a pastor at another campus. That's something church. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about that in a future episode. Like Our church is um, one church in 42 locations mm-hmm. now. Yep. And there's 12 in um, the Oklahoma City Metro, mm-hmm. and we are in the Oklahoma City Metro. So... At my campus, I was talking um, to this lady on Sunday who had a problem with me, and this is all kind of like a big segue into get get where I want to go. Um, but she had a she had a an issue with me and a problem
1: mm-hmm.
0: with me, um, mm-hmm. and it, it's because I had kind of overlooked her um, mm-hmm. in in several weeks, and she's dealing with a lot, struggling mm-hmm. with a lot. And there's a lot I want to talk about in this episode, or or a lot in my brain at least. So hopefully all it. this will come out and make sense. Yeah. But she um, she luckily ended up telling me, and the thing that she was frustrated with me about um, was kind of something that I'm carrying for other people. Um, so, long story short, what you were saying is what she was experiencing, mm-hmm. but God was showing her. I believe God was showing her how to pray for me mm. by giving her a feeling of frustration towards me. Mm. And collectively together we we came to that conclusion. Wow. And so I think for me when when God shows or God allows me to feel frustration towards individual people, it could actually be God showing me how I need to pray for those individual people.
1: That's so true.
0: And heard on a podcast probably a year and a half ago, that one of the ways that you can be a great leader is to be curious and not critical. I think my default is to Is that, that a critical. Pastor <laughs> <Cricker> show plug? <laughs> it is. Um, he didn't say it, though. It was a guest on his show uh-huh. or on his podcast. Mm. Um, but she said what, what the difference maker in her life, the, diff- the change that made her a different person caliber of leaders when she got curious
1: mm, yep.
0: about things rather than critical mm-hmm. of things and for me it was a valuable lesson to see that play out for others if if i want grace from people mm-hmm. then i have to extend grace to people
1: it's so, so true Model what you want i heard pastor craig say one time and i there's some there's things that you'll hear that will just stick with you and this stuck with me. People criticize what they don't understand. And I didn't hold that on like I didn't hold on to that so I could be like, Well, you're just you just don't understand to people. I I if I start to criticize something, I have learned to ask myself, What am I not understanding? Yeah. And that can go with frustration with another human. So
0: not just two. Uh-huh. I'm misunderstanding, but what about their situation?
1: What what what's making me frustrated or criticizing the situation or this human, mm-hmm. what am I not understanding? Yeah. Because it's so easy to give myself grace. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm.
0: And, and as as we're talking about this, gosh, I am not an expert on this at all. Mm. There are people that if I walked face to face with today I can think of you know probably five or six people off the top of my head where it would be an awkward interaction because I've not either either extended grace to in a situation where I've not communicated that I have extended grace Mm -hmm. or, or I've not internally apologized or internally forgiven them or externally apologized about a situation. How, how do you how do you juggle that? Like being, we're pastors. Yep. We're Christ followers. Yep. We're recording podcasts, hoping to help others. But in the midst of it, there are people that I I don't struggle with. I wouldn't say that. Mm. But there are people that I don't have a good relationship with today because. I either got critical and didn't get curious, or I haven't extended Jude one twenty two and some have compassion, making a difference.
1: Mm. Oh, do you I'm want me to have speechless. an answer? Do you want me to have an answer <laughs> for that? What would Jesus do if he, Jesus were you? I'm just
0: kidding. Well, so do you have kidding, do you have anybody that comes to your mind?
1: For me, no. I I really it's not difficult for me to forgive and forget Mm -hmm. it's not call it a coping mechanism but it's it's really quite easy for me and i i think there's freedom in being able to say when i'm wrong Mm -hmm. like that's freeing for me Mm -hmm. to to say i didn't understand this or I don't know, and that's just me. Like that's not everyone, and there. That's also not an easy road because, like, my forget, like forgive and forget, that does come from a lot of trauma, mm-hmm. where it's not good to always forget yeah. the bad things that have happened to you, but
0: you and, know, and proximity doesn't equal forgiveness. No, like, so just because you don't hang out with them, everything every day or talk to them on a consistent basis or even seek them out. And there's no one person in in particular that I'm personally thinking of. Maybe you might have someone come to your mind where this, where where you've handled the situation correctly. Mm. Um, But proximity doesn't equal forgiveness. No. And just like distance doesn't equal unforgiveness because it's okay to have boundaries. Yeah. Like boundaries Mm -hmm. are okay. But, I think I find, or I found myself having a hard time earlier on with holding people to expectations higher than I held myself. Mm. Like, you you ever struggled with that? You ever had, have you ever seen that play Mm. out in me? Feel free to share.
1: Um, I don't think I have personally ever struggled with that. I cannot think of a time only because I actually find myself the opposite. I know that I can have very high expectations for myself. And so I'm careful not to put those on others. Because that just does breed frustration and resentment in me. If someone doesn't meet my um, uncommunicated expectation. And so I just, I really try not to do that because I know how critical I am of myself when I don't meet expectations. And it's just a waste of energy to be that critical of someone else. Mm-hmm. When I set an expectation of them that I don't communicate but or that's unrealistic.
0: If, but what if your husband still doesn't clean the bathroom
1: or um, still doesn't
0: do the dishes? And, and that's, that's a <laughs> shallow, maybe tangible example. Uh, um, that's a shallow did example. He
1: ever? <laughs> yes <laughs> Today
0: actually. Um, uh,
1: you cleaned the bathroom today. Shh, don't tell nobody.
0: Um because you did that's, it. That's a, <laughs> that's a very shallow example for for someone that could be dealing with someone who does the same thing over and over that could be hurtful or mm-hmm. or at least causing them more work. You know, like what if yeah, you're I bring, I, I only bring this up to try to hit a broad stroke of people matter to God.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: if people matter to God, people should matter to people. Okay. But people are also difficult.
1: Yes, you, including, yes, they, yes, you <laughs> yes, including <they> are. Including myself
0: <laughs> and including yourself. And so I'm just what? trying to have a conversation about people with a broad stroke, but but in a way that could be. How people are difficult for other people. Can I speak?
1: I mean, I'll just speak about us because I know us and I can't speak for others. But, um, you know, we learned about the expectation gap early in our marriage when I would like I I would maybe get the cold shoulder from you. And I'd be like, yo, what's up? What did I do? I, I don't know. Or
0: when you would cuss me out.
1: Yes, because I'm, yes, because I cuss out people on the daily. Um, No, but seriously. I
0: was joking. I know. For our listeners. Oh, for our listeners. (laughs) That might look to you as a pastor or leader. Oh, no, that's our
1: daughter that she cusses enough for us. (laughs) Bad parenting. Anyways, not that she's got it from us. We think she got it from, like, something. Her uncle. Not, yeah, her (laughs) uncle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cool. oh man anyways expectation gap um you would have this expectation of me to like do something and it would not be communicated
0: uncommunicated expectations and i would not realistic
1: no and you would be upset with me and i would be like hey what's up and then like you were just so upset you wouldn't want to tell me and then it just caused this like massive spiral and I'm like, I don't understand this. So that's like, maybe that's something for us, but I had to understand, like, I had to give you understanding of like, Hey, you had some things to work through as well.
0: Yeah. So not, not having, so if you have an expectation of someone communicate it, correct. And, and if it's unrealistic, then you, you can work through that together. But what if you're an employer? and you have an employee who has a very clear set of expectations mm. that that isn't consistently meeting them or you have a friend who there's an unwritten expectation crucial of,
1: conversations babe
0: okay so walk us through that what does that look like in oh your world oh my
1: gosh it's well in my world as a pastor crucial conversations are very welcomed in the world of corporate not really sure. Mm -hmm. Number one, Crucial Conversations, great book to read um, and to like implement in your life. But I think that if there's like some sort of gap in like what you're, what you're doing and what your leader's expecting of you, if your leader's not closing that gap because they can't see there's a gap, then go to your leader and ask them, hey, how can we close this gap? Because I, I want to do the right things. I want to do what's expected of me and I need clarity because it could just be different communication styles. Like Josh is an intuitive communicator. Mm-hmm. I'm a sensing communicator. So sometimes Josh says things and I'm like, um, I need like three more sentences of detail. And what you're detail.
0: referring to is Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs. personality. yes, yes. Um, specifically with that if you haven't done
1: that right so and it's my preference it's not necessarily who I am it's just sensing which is detail oriented that's my preference Mm -hmm. Josh's preference is he's intuitive he just like feels it and vibes it out and I'm I really want that superpower figure it out I really want it it's not that I can't have it it's just not my preference but it's
0: not your default it's
1: not and you know and So when we realized Myers-Briggs in our marriage, we're like, oh, my gosh, that's a huge source of our jacked up communication is because he's communicating this way and I'm receiving it this way and it's just not meshing. And so further communication is what fixes that.
0: At what point does your frustration or whatever you feel towards an individual become not a me problem but a we problem.
1: I think after you have the conversation and things don't change
0: I would say this like if you're if you are having a feeling towards an individual you care obviously about them enough to have a conversation. Yeah. Like if if it's I'm not going to have frustration towards an individual most of the time that I'm just passing in the grocery store. Now right. if they're if they're taking well, they're slow on time in the <laughs> self checkout counter. You and counting said out, it
1: before I did.
0: <laughs> counting out change, or if they're driving 20 <laughs> miles below the speed limit in the passing lane. Then that's an issue for me too. It's,
1: Josh has taken on the responsibility for humanity to teach drivers how to drive <laughs> better. So you're welcome, world. I wouldn't say he better. does that for you.
0: I wouldn't say better. I would say efficient. But I would say if you have if you have a frustration towards an individual, you care about that individual enough. Mm-hmm. to have a conversation. Yeah. So if there's frustration, you should have a conversation. Yeah, if
1: you care about someone, you don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to be frustrated with you cuz I care about mm-hmm. you. I want there to be peace and harmony and joy and getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. I don't want
0: And 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 so th- those are your values. Yes. Those are great. Peace, harmony, joy. Like those are your mm-hmm. values. My values are growth. Yep. You know, happiness. A yep. good time, um, productivity—like those—are values to me.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I said getting stuff done, so we share almost the same value.
0: And and so, <laughs> so things that are valuable to me might mm-hmm. not be valuable to you, right? And that's all a part of being curious, right? Like, be curious about the other person, mm-hmm. and and this is so much beyond marriage. Like, mm-hmm. this is coworkers, friends, friendships, yeah, life groups, mm-hmm. like whatever small groups, small groups, yeah. whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. If if they're valuable enough to have frustration towards, then they're valuable enough to have a conversation about.
1: Mm, so say that again.
0: So if they're valuable enough to have frustration towards, they're valuable enough to have a conversation with. So Quote that if you um realize you need to have a conversation with someone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: walk me through that process in your brain.
1: I didn't understand the question. So
0: if you if you know that you have to have a conversation with mm-hmm. someone that isn't a the conversation by nature isn't going to feel good. Mm. And and for me it might feel good because <laughs> I'm I'm naturally like, I like confrontation. Mm. It's not
1: confrontation if you're curious. Mm. Like, you're not it confronting feel, something. But it
0: could feel confrontational to the other person.
1: Not, not if you lay it out good.
0: It could still feel confrontational. Okay. Like, whether you lay it out good or not.
1: Maybe that's my naive, naivety?
0: Naivety? Na- naivety? I don't
1: naivety? know.
0: Naivety? Yeah. Nativity scene?
1: Yeah, that's my nativity <laughs>
0: So I, I think the it could feel confrontational uh-huh. to them. Yeah. And I might disagree on that. That's mm-hmm. fine. So I think what I, I think hear we you disagree
1: say, because you're an avoider. That's your dark oh, side. I am not an avoider. <gasps> <gasps> Joshua. Okay, Atkins. let's not get into that. Let's,
0: <laughs> let's not miss the point. So the point I think that I hear you say is the first thing that you need to do is check your heart before the conversation. Yeah. Making sure that you're going into it. Curious and not critical, so I think yeah. That, if so walk me through. If it's that.
1: a leader, so if it's a if it's your leader or your boss at work, and you feel like the you're, person above you, whoever is your direct report, and you feel like you're constantly getting feedback on your work that's like negative, negative feedback on your work, man. If you like, if you go to that leader and you just say, hey. I just really like to talk to you about maybe expectation. I feel like I'm just not meeting expectations and it's my heart to meet those. Mm-hmm. So can we have a conversation? And just, like, lay it out. Can we have a conversation of what your expectations are for me so I can meet those? Because I really appreciate you as my leader. Now, if you don't appreciate them as your leader, don't then your lie. heart, like, your heart is not going to be right going up in there.
0: And, and so, be, I think, so be honest with what yeah, you're, you're saying. If you
1: don't appreciate them, don't say you do.
0: Yeah. Or if you feel like you're meeting expectations, mm-hmm. say yeah. that. Don't leave, don't leave things that unsaid. It doesn't mean that you have to be Correct. a jerk. Correct, no. Um does that framework of a conversation in your opinion work for a lateral conversation for someone who is your counterpart for someone, maybe you're the boss and you need to have that conversation. Does it also work in a friend setting?
1: It absolutely does. It absolutely, if I'm, if I'm um, having a conversation with someone that I get to lead and they're not meeting expectations, they're probably tired of hearing about not meeting expectations. So I'm hoping that I'm actually having that conversation before they have to come to me because I'm their leader. And that should be a part of my responsibility as their leader. Now, I'm not going to see everything always, but if I'm noticing, man, I'm just constantly, like, having, like, corrective conversations with this person, then it's going to, like, I need, as the leader, I need to sit down and say, Hey, have, do you think I've been clear with expectations? Like, you know, I, I want to own, you, do
0: you change expectations?
1: I don't, what do you mean?
0: Like, do you adjust your expectations for a person who's not meeting expectations? Do you, do you mm. clarify that they understand the expectations or do you change your expectation? Do you change your, and maybe it's not even expectation, Maybe do you change your leadership style based upon the person that you're leading?
1: 100%.
0: And and do you feel like that framework adjusts for friendship, for children? Um, like, we only have yeah. one kid, but I know other kids, and Josie is different than other kids I've been around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Like I'm not gonna change who I am and be someone fake, but I feel like as but there's a, an
0: opportunity to grow.
1: Yes, as a leader, I feel like that's a that's a weight that I take on is like I'm responsible for people that I get to lead. Mm-hmm. And it's my responsibility to lead them to better. I don't wanna lead someone to worse mm-hmm. and You're just stewarding like, their talent. Correct. You're
0: stewarding their gifting.
1: Yes. And you know, be all things to all people. Like, there's some people who are like, give it to me straight. And i will be like, I could be as, as brutally as blunt. Is mm-hmm. that how you put it? I'm blunt.
0: You Is are direct. You say?
1: I'm direct. That's the word. Mm-hmm. I can be direct. Man, and someone who I've been, like, leading with for a long time, I can be direct with them. And that's so awesome. But other people, if I don't have that trust built up yet, and if I don't have... That amount of equity just to come at them straight if they don't know my full heart that I'm definitely gonna take more time I'm not gonna be a different person I'm just gonna communicate differently to where they they will hear it.
0: At what point do you think? And and I know I ask a lot of questions, so if you have questions, I know you do.
1: I like literally then, was thinking, my God, Josh has all the questions. Then and jump in because this is. I a... I feel like I'm just <laughs> answering your questions. I don't have time to ask more questions. I don't well, know.
0: Okay, ask more questions, but. Do you do you think, so not just as a boss, as a friend, at what point do you cut it off if, if the friend doesn't get better? Like mm-hmm. if, if they stab you in the back again or if they, so it's not, let me ask it this way. At what point do you cut off the the closeness of the friendship?
1: That's dependent on who you are. I'm asking you as a
0: person. Like, oh, for like me? Like what do you, when do you cut it off because there are people that i think we i think as human beings especially as people who are called to lead others to christ which we mm-hmm. all are but in a pastoral leadership role mm-hmm. we will abuse the hell out of ourselves mm-hmm. for the name of christ yep like we will we will allow ourselves at times i think i've gotten better at this We will at times allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. We will be patient. We will extend grace. Yada yada yada. All the all Mm -hmm. the fun churchisms and Christianese that you can put in there. At what point do you say enough is enough as as a friend Mm -hmm. for your own welfare? For me, or peace of mind for mm -hmm. your own peace of mind, whatever.
1: For me it's when that relationship doesn't add any value to my life because if something's not adding value, then it's just taking from me constantly. And
0: what if it's a season of just taking I'm not
1: literally answering your question <laughs> and you're interrupting me. Sorry. Um, when it stops up, when it's not, and I get it, there's seasons to where I'm going to give more to a friend and, but like, if that season is eternal, like you'll get to the point, been there, done that.
0: So how long of a season are you saying? I seeing?
1: don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's so much When you don't have anything to else to
0: give or?
1: When I realize, man, maybe, maybe it's after I've been given for a really long time. And maybe it's time to be reciprocated and that person cannot. Mm-hmm.
0: There are the book, the book. you haven't read it not talking to you because i know that you have um as the listener if you've not read when helping hurts and that's a great Mm -hmm. book like because you you only have so much to give Yeah. and as an individual you know who's called by christ man we want to reach everyone but honestly as an individual person you're not called to reach Mm -hmm. everyone you're you know you don't even have that ability no that's that's why we're the body of Mm -hmm. christ um you have to not put all of your, you can't waste your effort. So if you put it as in terms of currency, if you have one, you know, if you have $101 bills mm-hmm. and that's all you have, mm-hmm. it would be pointless, a bad investment to spend the majority of that money on someone who has not proven themselves yeah. to, to receive what you're given in a positive way the return on investment is terrible and as a steward of what god has given you because you only have so much time you only have so much energy you're wasting valuable resources Mm -hmm. maybe in my opinion it might not be in your opinion or or the person listening to this but for me i i just constantly am evaluating where i'm investing my time, my energy, my knowledge, my relationship, you know, with Christ, where I'm where I'm putting that.
1: Yeah, we have to invest a lot, um, being pastors. We have we invest a lot in people and that's fine and that's great. But when it comes to the level of like friendship, um, I want it to be even. An even investment. And I know that some seasons I'm gonna invest more and in other seasons I want a friend that will be willing to invest more in me, but it's a it's a give and take. It's it that's what it is. I want a friendship just like marriage is give and take. There's some seasons that may require more of me or more of you and then but we're still we're still in it together. And I think the moment that I stop feeling that with a friendship not with relationships because I'm a pastor mm-hmm. and there's a lot of one-sided <laughs> investing going on yeah. a lot. And I think I I have a three-year-old that I need to have energy to invest in. Yeah. And I have a husband that I need to have energy, emotional energy, Amen. physical energy to invest in. And when it comes to friendships, if I am not getting invested in in return, what value does it bring me mm-hmm. to have yeah. And that's harsh to say, but it's true. And especially as pastors, it's, listen, we do a Sabbath. Oh, like, work-life balance, we don't have it figured out, but that Sabbath, it's happening. Because it's if it doesn't, then we're we're done. We're we'll toast, do we're burnt out. Because, point. literally, pastoring is 24-7. And I even say, like, we do a Sabbath, that means, like, my responsibilities for the weekend, meaning like basic weekend operational things, I don't do. But if I have a leader that's like in the hospital, then I'm pre- like I'm mm-hmm. I'm on for that.
0: You're not emotionally turned off.
1: No, I'm just like oh, this work thing that can wait 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But people are not work things to me. They're they're human beings, and so that literally pastoring is 24 seven.
0: Yeah, I think in and wrapping this up if you don't have any questions or anything in the next couple of minutes Mm-mm. people are people and they're not products yeah. and i think it depends on how you are you are looking at people but also your your person too and you have to value yourself as well and you can't allow i think a relationship that i would cut off is one that inhibits my ability to steward other relationships well
1: yeah
0: um is is where I would cut it off so like joy is being depleted by a relationship Mm -hmm. then it's one I'm I'm going to avoid if one sucks energy and it's not life-giving I'm not going to cut it off but I'm going to limit that interaction ultimately though people are people and we have to be in pursuit of of people yeah. And, and knowing since there is the people element, me included, it's going to be imperfect. Mm-hmm. You know, be let down. There's yeah. going to be expectation gaps. You have to pour yourself out for for others and go above and beyond when you mm-hmm. can.
1: I just read that. What? In Timothy just now, literally before we started this podcast, when Paul said, I've poured everything out and I ran the race and I've finished mm-hmm. Just read that.
0: So, you're saying I have the intellect of Paul?
1: Well, you know, maybe. Paul, or 1 Timothy 4. Are you looking it up? No. Oh, okay. What are we doing?
0: I was reading a text while you were talking. I'm sorry.
1: Wow. Guys. <laughs> <That is, laughs> wow. I was
0: going to reference it after you were done, but I was trying um, to
1: find it. Okay. Yeah, um, he was trying to find it on his um, text message. Yes, I just read that. Um, it's 2 Timothy 4, and it's Paul, and he says, uh, Verse 6, For have I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, There is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Mm
0: -hmm. Pour it out, y'all. Yeah. Pour it out. Always. I don't ever want to be accused of... Withholding? Yeah.
1: Wow, what are we going to name this part? We talked about a lot. What are we going to name this? There
0: was a lot. It was all over the place. Speaking of Myers-Briggs, this was a very P podcast, in my opinion.
1: I didn't hate it, though.
0: No, I didn't either. It was just conversation. And it was only 37 minutes.
1: Which you're a P. You just are in denial.
0: Mm, Not even Mm -hmm. close. Hey, thanks for listening.
1: Myers-Briggs next time, folks.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And can't wait to... For the next episode.
1: Remember, Jesus loves you. Have a good week.